sure when the last time we talked about this was, but I know that we've covered this on the show before, and I am shocked that the dispute is still going on. But Ontario's optometrists are in this battle with the, the province over OHIP funding, and if they don't get what they want, the deadline is approaching. It is September 1st, and that is when they're threatening to withdraw some services. Uh, according to Dr. Sheldon Salaba, the president of the Ontario Association of Optometrists, he said, we really don't feel we've been, uh, we really feel like we've been pushed up against a wall and we don't have any other choice. Dr. Wes McCon is an optometrist and clinical d- director of vision care. He joins the show now. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. Do you agree with Dr. Uh, Salaba? Do you feel like uh, you and other optometrists have been pushed up a- against a wall and you just, you don't have any, th- any other choice. You're going to have to withdraw services. Absolutely. So um, to give a bit of background for some of the listeners on on the radio, um, I'm sure that uh, some people are are wondering what this is all about uh, because um, they think, well, wait a minute, last time I went to see my eye doctor, some people will say they were covered by their benefits through work. Well, for a portion of the population, that's absolutely correct. And this isn't an issue surrounding those patients. Uh, this is an issue surrounding seniors, children, those between the ages of 19 and 65 who have a medical condition that uh, are at high risk of complications from that medical condition or eye disease. And and those patients are the ones that are uh, covered. And on, on radio, you can't see my air quotes, but uh, are covered by uh, the government. So yeah, on a day-to-day basis, when a patient comes in to see their optometrist in Ontario, on average, the overhead cost to see that patient is in and around the $80 mark. So that overhead cost is staff costs, equipment, utilities, rent, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's not at all including any sort of compensation for the optometrist themselves, just the overhead costs and expenses. And now OHIP pays uh, $44 on average for that exam. And that means the optometrist is paying out of pocket almost 50% of that overhead and doing it all without any compensation whatsoever for themselves. So to give you an analogy, think of an Uber driver, and it costs them $80 in gas to make a delivery, but they only get paid $44 for that delivery. How sustainable is that? We're just right. not, we're not delivering food, we're delivering eye care and managing complex glaucoma, macular degeneration cases for our seniors, keeping them seeing well to reduce the risk of falls, keeping them safe while they're driving on the road. Um, we're managing children's vision so we can keep them uh, and set them up for success in school since 80% of learning in school is visual. We're an integral part of, the, part of the healthcare system and the government's totally turning a blind eye to us. I, it's interesting that you use that term blind eye, but why are they turning a blind eye to you? What is the government saying about um, providing extra uh, funds for this service that, is, that seems to be very important? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, uh, September 1st is our deadline that's coming up, and we had to make that difficult decision to withdraw OHIP services because the government of Ontario uh, just hasn't made the decision to fix the problem. None of us want to do this. I used to sit on the board of directors for a provincial association a few years ago and know how hard it is uh, with negotiations with the government, and they just totally ignore eye care. We announced our job action early this year, at the beginning of this year, and you know what the government's response was? Absolute radio silence. They were silent, haven't reached out to us until August 5th. They knew this deadline was coming for a long time, and they haven't reached out to us since December of last year. And that's the response we've been getting for 30 years is just total silence. We really have no other option to get their attention. So come September 1st, yeah, the seniors and the children will have to uh, have no access to eye care through their optometrist until the government agrees to our minimum ask, which we think is really quite reasonable. Dr. McCann, you just said they reached out on August the 5th. What, 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 what did they say August 5th? 
Yeah, so August 5th, we, 5th, we sat down with them and um, we wanted to discuss our, our minimum ask. And our minimum ask was to cover the cost of delivering an eye exam. In 1989, the government paid $39.15 for an eye exam. And now today in 2021, over 30 years later, the government only pays $44. It's only a $5 increase or 12% in over 30 years. A minimum wage has gone up 300%. Inflation's gone up eight times that. We're just asking at a minimum for the government to commit to covering the cost of delivery of an eye exam, at least cover our costs. So when we sat down with the government on August 5th, which again was the first time they've talked to us since December of last year, they said covering the cost was too much of an ask. They rejected our reasonable request. And after that one meeting declared we were at a total impasse and needed mediation. It's, it's really quite unbelievable um, that, uh, that they drew that line after one meeting, having not talked to us in the previous nine months. And, it's, and it's amazing to us. Yeah, it seems reasonable, though, to uh, for your side of the argument, what you're asking for. Uh, wouldn't it be beneficial for you to go to mediation? So uh, it's, 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 it's a difficult situation. It's an absolute difficult situation. And, and we know that the public is totally behind us um, in, in this situation. Um, we know that the government uh, has received an overwhelming amount of, uh, of reach out from patients. In the past couple of months, the Minister of Health and the MPPs have received over 100,000 letters from patients, thousands of letters a day. And if that wasn't enough, in addition to those, they're also getting, they've also received over 70,000 petitions from patients signed by educated patients who understand the issue and want the government to fix this problem. So the, the public understands the issue. The public wants us to fix this. Um, and the government is, is just drawing a hard line in the sand saying, hey, you know what? We don't think you're worth covering our costs, covering your costs. So mediation it might be a, 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 a solution potentially, but uh, we need the government to at least commit to covering our costs uh, at a minimum. Couldn't the, uh, the moderator say that we're ruling in favor of the optometrists? Wouldn't that speed things up? So, so mediation and arbitration are quite different. So mediation is, is uh, someone coming in as a neutral party and, and explaining both sides to each other uh, and what the other side is, is asking for so that we both truly understand what the other is asking for. I right. think and you believe clear. they know. <laughs> I believe they know. I mean, okay. our ask is quite clear. It's, it's saying we need you to cover our costs because we shouldn't have to pay out of pocket to see a patient and do it at no cost or uh, for free. Right. So, so yeah. if, and we're not talking about just to, for clarity, uh, for people listening, because I know there's everybody listening, uh, is thinking, holy moly, uh, we are just in a huge world of hurt when it comes to debt because of this pandemic already. And this is going to cost us a lot. This isn't every eye test under the age of 20 and over the age of 65, is it? So every patient under the age of uh, 20 and over the age of 65 that comes in for an eye exam is covered by OHIP. That is all of those patients. Okay. So then what you're asking for is uh, $80 per patient to be covered. We're, we're asking to cover our costs at a minimum, at a minimum. And again, the thing is, is that uh, over time, the, the cost of, of doing these services does increase. Our scope has increased. The, the, there's more complex cases. There's more seniors. We have an aging population. This problem is only going to get worse over time. So mm -hmm. we're just asking to make this system sustainable because we want a sustainable system so we can take care of our patients moving forward to the best of our abilities. And we don't want uh, a limitation to care. We don't want uh, access to care issues because we can't afford to see as many of these seniors coming in anymore because it costs us at least 
how much we're getting paid from the government. We're, we're, only, we're subsidizing 50% of that exam. So we want a sustainable system so that we can continue to care for our patients in the best of our ability that we have been in the past, but it's getting harder and harder every year because we just can't keep up with the costs of delivery because the government isn't keeping up with them. And just to punctuate this, you mean business. I mean, the optometrists, uh, they've, they've hit a, an impasse right here. Clearly, you feel that the government is not listening. So if you withdraw your services, that means patients can't pay for eye exams, even if they wanted to, because there's a law in place that prohibits patients from paying for services covered by OHIP, correct? Correct. So those that are covered by OHIP, children and seniors, and those with the medical conditions um, that are covered between 19 and 65, um, they will have no access to eye care from their optometrist because um, uh, we're stepping away from OHIP until they can uh, resolve the situation. And, and we don't want to have to do this. This is a situation that's been building for 30 years, and um, it's not a pandemic issue. This was well in place well before the pandemic. Um, the pandemic has, has highlighted it, as it has in many other areas of ha- healthcare, because um, we've had to limit the number of patients we see on a daily basis uh, because of social distancing, et cetera. And, and the seniors and kids are generally the most vulnerable and the ones that need the most attention. And those are the ones we're seeing the, the most right now. So it's really highlighted it over this uh, pandemic period and, uh, and and brought it to the forefront, but it isn't sustainable moving forward. So it, it is something that uh, is going to be a barrier. We hope it doesn't yeah. come to that in September. We just need the government to to listen and and uh, and really come to the table and, and have a reasonable discussion with us uh, with with regards to the cost of delivery and, and cover our costs to see a patient. I think it's a total reasonable ask. Well, here we are August the 12th. So what are you suggesting to uh, patients that are under 20 and over 65 that have to, you know, really need an eye exam that they try and book it as quick as possible? Well, we're asking that all patients, if eye care is important to you, to please call your MPP's office and voice your concern. Voice why eye care is important to you. And if you don't feel comfortable calling your MPP's office or don't have time, we've made an even easier option for people. Go to saveeyecare.ca and in under 30 seconds, you can send a letter to your MPP and the Minister of Health voicing your uh, concern and your support of, of eye care. Thousands of letters, as I said, are reaching MPP's offices on a daily basis, but that doesn't seem to be enough for this government. So the more support we have from our patients, from our seniors and our parents who have kids who get annual eye exams so that they have better outcomes in school, um, we just want them to, if they want to enact change with this government and we can open the government's eyes to the importance of eye care, we ask them to, again, go to saveeyecare.ca, fill in that quick 30-minute bit of information, send those letters to the MPP offices and, and help us in our, uh, in our save eye care. Uh, we really want to save this uh, system and make it sustainable for, for patients moving forward. Dr. McCann, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks so much, Kelly, for bringing this uh, attention to all our listeners. Cheers. Optometrist and clinical director of Vision Care, that is Dr. Wes McCann.